What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Saying It Out Loud. On today's episode, we will be covering... Training intensity and effort. Okay, so before we get started with this episode, let me ask you a question. Do you think you are training intense enough and putting forth the maximum effort in each session? Here's a few things that you need to take into account when you're answering this question. Take into account your training program, your reps, your sets, your rest periods, and also take into account your mental fortitude while you're in the gym. First, let's talk about a couple of misconceptions of what an intense session is. A lot of people associate intense session with sweating a lot or doing 20 different variations of the same back movement or doing anything from 20 to 30 to 70 to 100 reps in one session, training to failure, chasing the pump, all of these things people commonly associate as training intense enough, but it really isn't. Let me give you a few reasons why what she just mentioned should be used as tools and not structured around your whole entire program. So let's use training to failure as an example here. So say you come into the gym and you have bench press today. So you get under the bench press and you do you have four sets that you have to do. So each set you take the failure. Now your chest is torched. And you still have five, six, seven more chest exercises that you have to do. So you bang them all out. How much do you think your actual, I guess, intensity has diminished diminished throughout the whole entire exercise that you've just completed? Do you think that you got the maximum efficiency out of your training program? Then you have to go home, recover, rest, come back the next day. Then say you have to do, I don't know, deadlifts. Then you come back the next day, you have to do chest again, and your body still hasn't had adequate time to recover. So you're just beating your body, thinking that, yeah, I feel sore, so I must be getting a good workout. When on all reality, you're actually overtraining, and that soreness is your body telling you, hey, bro, you need to stop because I can't handle this. The main takeaway here is I'm not saying don't train to failure. But as I said earlier, it should be used as a tool and you shouldn't base your whole entire workout around it. Now let's talk about doing 20 different variations in one day because I see this especially on either shoulder day or back day. People walk in and they do pull downs, wide pull downs, V-bar pull downs, close grip pull downs, underhand grip pull downs. Then the same thing for rows. And it's just, you're doing too much at that point. You're not getting any effort out of it. It's called junk volume. That's why a minimal effective dose is more effective for you because you can recover from it. You can see what's working and what's not and what your body needs. So take it into account. So you have to take into account your weak areas and not just do every variation it might seem cool you might see it on instagram and it might work for some people but the common dose for an effective workout is anywhere from maybe five to ten sets per muscle group especially during a week so if you're doing more than that 
you won't really know if it's working or not. And that's why even though you might feel like, oh, it's intense enough or you feel sore or that kind of stuff, it's it's really not. So let's go ahead and get this example out of the way because this one is a pretty bad one too. So I see it all the time on people, statuses or pictures, whatever they post on Instagram saying, I just did 100 reps of squats, 200 reps of leg press, 500 reps of leg curls. Obviously, I'm over-exaggerating, but the, the ranges are extremely high. And the issue is, if you can do that many reps, do you really think you push your body to the limit? Do you not think it would be smarter to bring down the rep range and add more weight so you get more of an intense workout instead of just junk volume that leads to nothing but overtraining? But once again, these can be used as a tool. So take for an example on shoulder day, the lateral delt can be hit with a lot more volume than say your chest can. So higher rep ranges are more beneficial for muscles like that. But even in that case, I still wouldn't go higher than 15 reps. So with that being said, a lot of people do this too because of the feeling and a common misconception, especially for males, is chasing the pump. And although that has its place because it does bring in blood flow to the body and the muscles, etc., it's not a very good not a very good indicator of how well your workout went because if you just just like training to failure you chase that feeling a lot of people do this too with chasing with the endorphins and they end up being in the workout for two three hours that is not a good indicator of getting a good workout that's not intense enough and you might be over training and you won't really see results a common mistake I used to do too, sadly, I'm not, I'm not proud of this, but <laughs> it's supersetting a lot and not even supersetting because you have a 30 minute workout, <clears throat> but supersetting just back to biceps or pull up to burpees and that might seem cool on Instagram and that might seem like you're just getting a sweat and you're killing your workout, but you're not pushing yourself at all. You're not bringing on weights. You're not actually training your muscles correctly. And a lot of females would say, well, oh, I'm not going for strength or I'm not trying to, I don't know, look quote unquote bulky. But the reason for this is just a common misconception. A lot of people on social media make it seem like you can't do both. You can't train heavy and quote unquote tone up I hate that word but <laughs> but you absolutely need both in a training program to actually make progress yeah so to piggyback on that you got to think about what you're in the gym for I know we're getting off topic here but if you're in the gym to focus on building muscle then be in the gym to focus on building muscle if you want to add in a cardio day or two then add in a cardio day or two don't take away from your strength training or your weight training to do cardio in between sets. You need to take that time to recover so you can provide the same intensity on your next sets because you have, I don't know, eight more reps, 10 more reps to go for each other set. You don't need to be doing burpees, jumping jacks, freaking whatever the hell else you're gonna be doing in between sets. You need to focus on your training. So we just talked about astronomical rep ranges, doing every variation, 
chasing the pump and constantly training to failure and doing supersets with cardio in between sets. Like I stated earlier, these can all be used as tools and shouldn't be the focus of your workout, regardless of what you're trying to achieve in the gym. So now we're gonna break it down and give you a good example of a high intensity training program. And not to be confused with high intensity as a hit, <laughs> more, like, more like good intensity. I don't know if this is common sense or not, but intensity does not mean hit. So if you thought that intensity automatically correlated with hit, you're wrong. So I'm gonna give a quick example of say a good quote unquote intense day and it's gonna correlate with what we're gonna talk next because the two terms go hand in hand. So say for example, you're doing lifts. You start with a compound movement like squats, for example. You do three sets, six, and then you move on to an accessory. So I personally prefer doing quads and hamstrings and glutes on the same day instead of doing a whole quad day. So you would do a dumbbell RDL and that would be like four by 10. And then you do an accessory for quads. So that could be a Bulgarian split squats, three by 10. And then you finish off with a glute exercise. It could be like a hip thrust or a hip bridge. And that can be like anywhere from three to three sets of 12. So that might seem a very easy workout versus what you see on social media, but it takes a lot if you're doing it right and your effort is important. And that's what we're going to talk about effort next. So let's take this example and add an effort into the example. And I'll give you two examples here. So you got the three sets of six on your squats and say you come in there and you're doing heavy squats and you're putting forth maximum effort on that squat. Obviously, you're going to be taxed afterwards because it's a, a full body exercise pretty much. And then that's why you go down to the accessory movement next, the hamstrings, because if you do another quad focus exercise, your your intensity and your effort are both going to diminish because it's quads again and they're already taxed. So then you do your hamstring. Then now that your quads have had time to recover, you do another quad accessory exercise so you can get more effort out of your quads. And then you go to a glute because your hamstrings have time to recover and you haven't hit glutes yet. And now you do your glutes. Now take that same exact example and do three sets of six, but with your effort lacking. So you're not pushing yourself as hard as you can. That's, that's basically what effort is. So say you had a stressful day at work and something happened to where you got, I don't know, in trouble. Then you're driving on the way to the gym. People are cutting you off. You're getting more and more pissed off. Then you get to the gym and then they don't greet you. And you get even more mad because you didn't greet it. <laughs> then you get over to the weight rack and you want to do squats, but all of them are taken. Now you have to sit there and you have to wait 20 minutes. And if you're waiting at crunch, they got them big fans and it's 30 degrees in there. So now you're freezing cold. Now you got to do an extra long warm up. So your mental game is freaking done for. You finally get the squat rack, three sets of six. You go down for the first rep and you're pissed off. You're like, no, I'm not doing this weight. So you drop the weight. And you do three sets of six at like 50% of your normal weight. So your whole entire day or your whole entire training day literally was ruined due to you not having the effort or the intensity or the mindset. 
Another example of this, and I see this a lot in previous clients, is they go in and they are thinking about everything else that they have to do in a day. They're thinking about work and picking up their kids and all this other stuff, and they're not mentally in their workout. And this, although it might seem small, minute, and you might not think that you're not going to see much progress from it, it really does affect how much progress you see in a workout <clears throat> in a weekly basis and your physique changes too because you're not pushing yourself. You're basically not there. You might be just answering phone calls, texting in between sets or planning out your day in your head and you're not really feeling your muscles. You're not taking time to actually push yourself. And this is another example of lacking effort because if you're everywhere else mentally and you're not present in your workout, I hate saying that, um, you're not going to see much effort and you're not going to push yourself. You're not going to increase strength. You're not going to see physique changes at all. So to carry on from a previous point that I stated, if you're in the gym and you're doing squats, heavy squats, and then you decide that you want to do burpees in between, the fact that you can do burpees after your set of squats already means that you're not training intense enough and you're not putting forth the full effort into your squats because you still have energy to do burpees. On my deadlift days, when I'm done with my first set of deadlifts, I'm literally, the only thing I want to do is stand there and think about how I don't want to do my next set because it's heavy <laughs> as hell. So I have to literally mentally prepare each time I get down there and grab that bar. Doing burpees, dancing, jumping jacks, whatever the hell else that these freaking new people are doing nowadays, <laughs> it, it needs to stop and you need to focus on your training intensity and you need to put forth the actual effort into your training plan so you can actually see changes. So a tool that for my intermediate and advanced listeners, what you can use, and if you've heard this before, is an RPE scale. <clears throat> so an RPE scale, it's basically from one to 10. 10 being you train to failure. You can't get up from a squat, you failed. That is your maximum effort. Nine is slightly below. So you failed the last rep and you don't, you're not sure if you can get one more. Eight is you have two sets, two reps in reserve. So using that RPE scale, and this is why I say this, it's for advanced people because you've experienced failure a lot more, I would hope, in a workout or training session. Using this to kind of when you know your body's limits you can use this as an example of if you're training hard enough if you're actually progressing week for week because say for example you fail one week then you try again next week and you can do two more reps then you're moving down the rpe scale you know it's time to up your intensity so this is a good marker for you to see if you're making progress and being intense enough Bottom line, if you're coming to the gym and you're doing the exact same weight, exact same reps, exact same exercises week to week to week, and you're not making progress, and you're questioning why you're not making progress, you need to either A, get more intense with your workouts, or B, add more effort, or C, hire her for online coaching. <laughs> This past year, I suffered a glute med injury, which prevented me from deadlifting for about a year. During that time, there was this guy 
that went to the gym and I watch everybody in the gym. I know it's kind of creepy, but I don't know. I just do it. So I couldn't deadlift. And then I finally was able to deadlift and I started back over at 225. And this guy, he got up to like what he did, 455, mm-hmm. 460 for a one rep max. Pretty disgusting looking. And a year later, he's at Crunch now. And he's doing the exact same weight. And now I'm doing 390 for sets. So that is just an example of how if you do the exact same thing, you will never progress. You will always stay the same. Because he doesn't put forth any effort or intensity. His workouts are just going through the motion and doing the exact same weight every single time. And I'm sure you all have people like that in your gym. And I'm sure y'all be watching them too like me. So don't be trying to say I'm crazy or creepy. So let's wrap this up with revisiting the original question. Are you training intense enough? And are you putting forth the maximum amount of effort in each one of your training sessions? If you answered no or you feel like you're frustrated with your progress because you haven't seen much changes, revisit the bad examples and see if you're doing any of them. You might be doing them because of social media and try to change them. And one more time, just to iterate, illiterate, they should be used as tools, not structured around your whole entire program let me give you a little nugget here don't touch that nugget oh lord (laughs) oh my god i've been listening to too many podcasts here's a takeaway if you want to train to a failure don't do it on your compound lifts and if you are going to do it on your compound lifts do it on your last set that's the secret right there one thing i talk about a lot is minimum effective dose so you have to take this into account with your workouts too You don't want to do too much that you can't progress any further because you you can't add more sets, reps, and then your next thing you know, you're doing 12 sets of 25 or 50. And if you are training intense enough and with maximum effort, good job. Now help everybody else who is not. And if you said no, you can always apply for our online coaching (laughs) and we will be more than glad to help you and guide you into a aggressively overloading future. I don't know where I was going with that. Thank, Thank you, you for... Oh, we're not doing it together? <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in this, please comment down below and share it with your friends. And follow us on Instagram where you can get free tips daily.